Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I am here to help you navigate your life's next chapter through mind, balance, and wellness living. At every phase of our lives, through marriage, career changes, kids, and retirement, I am there for my clients emotionally to help create a personalized life plan. With my foundational coaching perspective and certified financial planning background, together we can create a plan for you through each chapter of your life. Contact me today through mbwliving.com for your free consultation. Hello and welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Michelle Werdeman, certified life, weight, and career coach and founder of Mind Balance Wellness Living. Hello, hello, my friends. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. It's episode number nine. And you know what? I'm really excited about today's topic. And not that I'm not excited about all of my other ones, But this one in particular is something that comes up often and people don't really understand why or how it happens. And I am talking about that little inner voice that we all have that seems to almost argue with one another. Like I call my little voice like it's kind of like the angel and the devil on my shoulders arguing. Like do this, don't do that. Like I want that. I shouldn't do that. I need to exercise, but it's so cold out and my couch sounds so much better with, you know, Netflix. I think you guys probably know what I'm talking about. And inspiration for this podcast came last night to me as I was wide awake at 2 a.m. and I was up for hours. Part of my brain really, really was like, please just go back to sleep. We're tired. And the other part was like, wake up, wake up. Like, There's so much to think about, lots of stuff going on, like what are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing next week or next month? And what am I making for dinner? What are the kids going to want for breakfast? Like all of those thoughts, you know, that your brain is basically having when you're all over the place. And it made me think about how a lot of people will tell me that they feel like they're almost competing with themselves sometimes. Like they'll start the day off. Or, you know, the night before and they'll plan and they will have the best intentions on how their day is going to go. You know, whether it could be exercising or eating right, maybe not drinking wine that day. Like only to find themselves come evening time, you know, the dessert that they weren't going to eat, the wine that they said they were going to skip or the exercise class that they were supposed to go to. Now, all of a sudden... That little voice in their head starts to come up with all the reasons why suddenly it's okay for them to not follow through with those intentions. Like I think about some of the examples that I've heard and, you know, for myself have experienced like it could be something like, you know, it's been a long day. I deserve that glass of wine. And then on the other side, it says, no, no, like wine's off limits today. Like that's what we decided. Or only one cookie will be okay. Like everything in moderation. Then you have, but we didn't put this in our plan. Like we're saving our treat for later in the week. Or I'll go to the gym tomorrow. Like it's too cold out. And then the other part saying, no, I'll work hard tomorrow. Like it's okay. Like, you know, we'll feel much, you know, much better after a good workout. Like remember our goals. Like it's really like you're having this internal battle with the different parts of your brain. Like, does any of this sound familiar? And so I wanted to share with you some insight today as to why this happens. 
And I promise, you know, not to get all sciencey on you because that's not my style. But I want you to know that this is totally normal. And this is your brain doing exactly what it is designed to do. So to put this all, you know, basically pretty simply, this is our prefrontal cortex arguing with our primitive brain. And our prefrontal cortex is really that part of our brain that's the planner. It's the organizer. It's the impulse control and the reasoning. Basically, the supervisor, or as I like to call it, the adult part of our brain. Then we have our primitive brain. This is the part of our brain that keeps us alive. It's in survival mode. It's looking to keep us safe. It's responsible for like that instinct and the drive. And this part of our brain did wonders for us during the caveman days. However, (laughs) we have clearly come a long way since those days. You know, and I've talked about this before, but it's worth repeating. It's the concept of the emotional triad. And what is that? Our brains were designed to avoid pain, seek pleasure in the most efficient way possible. And this is what did, in fact, keep us alive. So when our brains started to experience any negative emotion, or our body for that matter, our brains can sense it. It could be anxiety. It could be sadness, you know, stressed out, whatever it is. Kind of like a light bulb goes off and our brain wants to immediately take action to keep us safe. It doesn't know that you, you know, you may not be in immediate danger. It can't tell the difference. It just senses this light bulb goes off. We have all these uncomfortable emotions and thoughts. It just wants to keep us safe. And nowadays, we have so many quick fixes at our fingertips to instantly feel better, temporarily, that is, that we have conditioned our brains to look for those. You know, I'll call them our vices, if you want, like a vice that we have when we start to feel discomfort. And I'm going to use an extremely common example. So somebody wakes up. They decide early in the morning they aren't going to drink today. They go about their day. You know, maybe it's been stressful. There's been a lot going on between work, the kids, whatever it is. And they come home. It's evening time. They're about to cook dinner. And they want a glass of wine. Now their prefrontal cortex chimes in and says, nope, we aren't drinking today. Remember, we said we weren't going to drink. Then that back part of your brain starts to speak up and says, no, no, it's okay. We deserve it. It's just one glass. We just won't drink tomorrow. And then you have that like inner argument. (laughs) Mind you, I have had this inner argument quite a few times with myself, so I am quite familiar with this. But what's happening is that trigger of, you know, it's been a stressful day, it's dinner time, you just want a glass of wine, that is creating an urge. And when you try to resist an urge, that can feel uncomfortable. Like, can any of you guys relate with that? Because a lot of time, 
urges can feel, you know, uncomfortable and you kind of white knuckle it. But all this is, is that it's your planning part of your brain or that adult part of your brain versus the primitive brain, or I like to actually call the toddler part of your brain, kind of going at it. Now, what happens is, let's say you answer that urge and you have that glass of wine. You're providing your brain with a reward, like a way to feel better quickly. And every time you do this, you are deepening the desire to turn to wine in these situations. Now, it might not be wine. It could be, you know, a cupcake or chips or shopping on Amazon, whatever that is. The more you answer those urges when you've planned not to, you are deepening the connection and the reward that your brain gets. So I want you to think about this example. If you're in a supermarket, and this has happened to me before, and you have a toddler with you, and that toddler wants, let's just say it's a candy bar, and they start yelling like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And finally, like you're stressed out, you just want to get out of the store, you just give you, you give the, you know, the toddler the candy bar. Every time you do that, you are teaching that toddler that their reward for screaming and yelling is to get that candy bar. That is the same idea that you are doing every time you answer an urge that was not planned and something that you planned with your prefrontal cortex And when that primitive brain kicks in at any moment of discomfort that looks for the cookie, the wine, the, you know, the bag of chips, every time you answer that, you're actually just making the idea or the want or the desire even deeper. So the idea is, how do you start to manage these urges and these kind of angel devil conversations going on in your head, you know, and quiet down that tantrum, you first have to become aware of them. And you have to start to allow an urge. And again, this isn't white knuckling. It's not, you know, kind of like, I can do this, I can do this. It's actually really allowing yourself to be there. Like, feel that urge, become a watcher of what's going on. Even write it down or say it out loud, like, what's happening? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? And then understand urges don't last forever. Like, no matter how uncomfortable they feel, they don't. They might last a couple minutes, and you might have multiple in a row, but they don't last forever. And I want you to just kind of think about that analogy. The more you answer them, the greater desire you are creating in your own body and in your own mind. The more you go with unanswered urges, the more you allow them, your brain and your desire begins to change. And I want to give you a quick example of Pavlov and his dogs. So this is a scientific example done many moons ago, but Pavlov had these dogs and what they would do is they would ring a bell and they would then feed the dogs. So after a while, the dogs would hear this bell, 
they'd start to salivate because they're like, oh, I, you know, I hear this, which is the trigger, which in my previous example is, you know, it's nighttime cooking dinner. This always meant wine. But so the dogs would hear that bell. They'd salivate. They'd get dinner. Then what they did is they started to ring the bell. The dogs would salivate, but they wouldn't give them dinner. So this went on. I think they probably did it um, close to 100 times. And then what happened is every time, you know, it would continue, the bell would ring. The dogs would start to slowly undesire the food because it, what their urges weren't being answered. They started to not expect, you know, the food. So they stopped salivating. So the idea is and what I do a lot with my clients that are looking to stop overeating or stop over drinking or some even overspending, it's get through those 100 urges unanswered and you will learn to undesire whatever it is that you're looking to undesire. So we do so much work on this in the Bootcamp for Your Mind online coaching program and a lot of one-on-one work. So if there is something that you just can't seem to shake you don't understand why you feel like you're out of control and you feel like, you know, you've tried everything. There's nothing wrong with you. You are totally normal. You are totally in control. It's your brain doing what it is literally designed to do. So if you haven't already, um, reach out to my private Facebook group, which is the boot camp for your mind. And Come join me because there in that private group, I do, you know, I talk more about this. I do some, you know, free coaching and you can see more of the materials that I use and hear about upcoming workshops that I have going on. So thank you again for tuning in today. You are amazing and I hope you have a wonderful day. Cheers and be well, my friends. Michelle Werdeman is a certified life coach now offering an online coaching membership to support brain power and mental wellness. It's important to exercise our bodies, but we have to exercise our minds too. Our thoughts are what ultimately create the results in our lives. And becoming aware of our thoughts is what we dive into through her Mind, Brain, and Wellness program. You can start to create your dream life today from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace too. Contact Michelle today at mbwliving.com.